Well, hello everyone and welcome to our very first, our pilot episode of We Call It Love. My name is Meg and I'm sitting here with my awesome husband, Drew. What's up everybody? And we are going to kick off this podcast with the story of how we met. I feel like on the intro podcast, it's important in this uh, episode to give you guys some background if uh, on us if we expect you to listen to how we got to where we are today. Um, what do you mean how we got to where we are today? I think that we we are, as, as cliche as it might sound, we ran into each other strictly by luck or by, you know, a higher power, whatever you want to call it. But there was the common theme that we saw in each other early on that I think is still active in our life today after 12 years of marriage. But but and today... What, what is that theme? Today... What is that theme? You well, said if there was a common theme. Well, the, the theme would be love. Aww. But I think that the, the importance of today in particular to launch episode one is it's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Yeah. Oh, happy love day. And I think it's it's... It's important to say that our first date ever was 16 years ago today. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I took you out. I showed you a good time. <laughs> At Olive Garden. I gave you all the free breadsticks and salad you wanted. <laughs> you, know? you were like such a big spender. High roller is uh, <laughs> what I was known as back then. It was such a good first date, though. No, it was. It was. We were 20 and 21. As opposed to uh, 37 and 36 now. And uh, life was easy. (laughs) Life was real easy. We had no freaking idea how amazingly easy our life was. No, but to to clue you guys all in in the next however many episodes or, you know, weekly episode that goes on, we figured it would be a good idea to give you guys a... uh, a view of the inside of where we began. Yeah. That sounded a little dirty. I'm sorry. This is a <laughs> family podcast. Family-friendly podcast here. I did not mean to say that. <laughs> if I offended anybody, I'm sorry. So Drew and I met at college. We went to school in Pennsylvania. And I was a super nerdy, really uh, responsible bio major. And my dear and loving husband was a social butterfly, a man about campus, someone who knew all the cool people. He, and... <laughs> the G-rated version. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, yeah, so I don't think that if it wasn't for this late night party at a mutual friend's house that we ever would have even known each other existed. Being in the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. That's really what it comes down to. So we met um, late one night. Late, I mean like after 2 a.m. Because I had just come off of a biology bar crawl. Yes, those exist. I still have the t-shirt from that night. And Drew was um, hanging out, just being mellow. I was listening to music. He was listening to jam bands. Yes, I was. Or techno or whatever. I can't remember. <laughs> It was late. I was very tired. (laughs) 
Your eyes were super bloodshot when I met you. I was you. tired. I was. Yeah. It had been. It had been a long day of reading. And I had had a long day of drinking with my biology buddies. Yes. Yes. And so um, we were. I w- we were both invited to this late night party, and I walk in the door, and there is this super cute guy wearing <laughs> Birkenstocks with socks and a backwards hat. And yeah, he had both ears pierced. Don't judge. It was big <laughs> in the early 2000s. <laughs> and all I thought was, oh my gosh, he is so cute. I but, need to go talk to him. But all right, now let's let's make this serious for a quick second. There was something, right? Like, like if you saw pictures of me, folks, which you don't even know what I look like now, back then you'd be like, uh, I'm not too sure about that. But there was something. And I think if I'm bringing it back here to the main theme of what we're here to to try to accomplish for all you is that we interacted, we talked, and there was something. Yeah. And that something has carried through. It's still with us today. And even though in the outer shell back then it was, wow, this girl is uh, had a couple too many... Uh, low end beers and she's annoying me <laughs> but I I left that night from that party not with my wife at that point or, or my Meg at that point before she was my wife but I didn't stop thinking about her because I still thought about her there was something there Yeah, and even though I had had quite a bit to drink I woke up the next day and remembered this super sweet super funny guy that I had met somewhere really late last night. I just can't quite remember where I was. Yeah, the location was fuzzy, <laughs> but that mysterious figure in corduroys and wool socks <laughs> really whatever. stuck out in my head. <laughs> um, and so, um, I don't know, can we say her name, my friend, who was the mutual connection? We're going to call her Jane. <laughs> But she knows who she is. She lived in the same building as Drew, and I had partied with her the night before. So I woke up the next morning, and I went over, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Who was that guy? And tell me how you can link us up again. And so the next night, we all went out to wing night. Wing night was real big. And for any of you that that had a wing night at college, you totally get it. Was it like five Uh, cent wings or something? It was ten cent. at, At our particular institution of education... Uh, there was a bar that was uh, that was a color and a reptile, <laughs> <laughs> and their particular deal on Tuesday nights was ten cent wings and dollar pints of Miller Lite. Now, if we could just pause for a second here at college level drinking, let's talk about dollar pint Miller Lights. That was gold. Mm-hmm. That was liquid gold compared to the garbage you were served. I mean, for five bucks, you could eat wings, have a bunch of beers, and leave a tip. Yeah, I used to go to that wing night with like a $20 bill and come home with more than $10 change and be perfectly full and have had my share of beers. <laughs> um, but yeah, wing night, me and my my motley crew of housemates... Uh, would go to, and my wife Meg and her friend Jane came down. <laughs> Is that what we called her? We're calling her Jane. <laughs> I can't remember. Maybe it's Sally. I, I don't, don't know. know. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> um, so you and Veronica were down there. Stop. <laughs> you and Jane were down there, and we ran into each other again. Mm-hmm. 
and being in in much more human shape, I mm-hmm. think we got to talk. We got to yeah, play I think some, I wasn't drooling. Yeah, we, we got to play some pool. <laughs> That's right. We got to play some golden, golden tea. tea. Yep, golden <laughs> tea. All while enjoying wings and the company of our friends. And the night ended with a walk home and uh, our first kiss. Mm-hmm. And that... He, uh, he uh, did not come in. He just kissed me at the door, everyone. Family, friendly, G-rated. Yes, but definitely, gentlemanly, walked her home. Mm-hmm. I think I walked you right to your door. You did. And uh, I promptly walked her to her door, and then she went inside, and I went back into my house like a <laughs> like like a what? Like, I like know. a happy little <laughs> little little kid. <laughs> um, but again, you know the 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 beginning of anything fun like that has the excitement that comes with it, and. The anticipation and the I can't wait till maybe I get to see her again kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, and remind you, like, let's remind them, this is like pre-cell phones, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our maid mode. No Facebook. No, but we had AOLIM. That was, like, as far as we were. Yeah. So if anyone doesn't know what AOLIM was, it was you had a desktop computer, so you didn't even have a smartphone. And there was this program that you opened up, and you had your username, and you could look at all the other people you were friends with. And click on their username and it would open up a box where you can like message back and forth with yeah. them like a text. And if you weren't there, you could leave like an away message. Oh yeah, it was called an away message. Which was basically like your, your chat cre- your chat answering machine. But people made it super creative. So your away message could be like a song lyric. Or it could be practical like at class 12 to 4, meet me in the dining hall for dinner at 5. You know what's funny about that is before they were a thing, people were using emojis on that. They weren't called emojis. No, but it was like the but colon you'd get a and the smi- Yeah, you'd yeah. get a smiley face, so you'd get something like that. Either way, getting back to the, the subject matter here, several dates, several breaks, several back and forths throughout the next, what, six months? I mean, that was, that was fe- February. February. That was Valentine's Day. And, and it wasn't until like October, November that we were like a sure thing. No, it was, it was late you, September. You see, now this is where I'm going to interrupt and say that my memory trumps my wife's memory. I have the worst memory. So we were a thing, mind you, people, on my birthday in May. Oh, that's right. So between February and May, there were ups and downs mm-hmm. because I was I, I I graduated a year ahead of Meg, so there was the pressure of graduating and and trying to figure out and navigate life after college and and all of this turmoil. So there was a lot of ups and downs. Yeah, you know? because we met at the beginning of your final semester. That's correct. So, yeah, there was a lot of ups and downs, some back and forth. I went on some dates with uh, two other really great guys who ended up being awesome. Yeah, one of which I think is a doctor. Meg's loss. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's side note: I dated two guys who are now doctors. Yeah. And uh, Drew, what do you do for a living? I'm kidding. Nate, I love you. <laughs> he works for the family business. Yeah. I cannot mock that. I paint lines in parking lot. <laughs> no, 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 I'm stop. kidding. I'm no. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, Drew works for the family business, so I always bust his chops about that. Um, so you know, we started off in college just dating, and then over the course of that 
year from February through September, October, we grew in our relationship together. I remember falling madly in love with Drew that summer. And at a dentist office. Yeah. He took me to the dentist. Yeah, no, it was, you know, it was like love connection. Where'd you make your connection? Well, we went to the dentist. It's like, um, no, there, there has been, it was one of those things where I knew that there was something with you, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like there was something that was never going to go away in the back of my head or in the front of my heart. That was like, this is going to be something. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know what it's going to lead to. But there's going to be something here. So don't don't write it off yet. Because mm-hmm. um, nothing really made sense. Like, I mean, I, like, I've always been, like, super fit and super healthy and really studious and on point and together. And I was the smoker and I was... Very overweight. Uh, I had uh, bad habits and didn't really focus on self care. <laughs> really, <laughs> I mean, I didn't smell bad because no, I had plenty. I had plenty you of. You smelled Hugh- like Aqua Di Gio. Yeah, I had plenty of Hugo Boss and Aqua Di Gio to cover up this the stank. <laughs> but our 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 journey really begins in two thousand three, two thousand four. Mm-hmm. And the excitement and the, um, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for here. The excitement and the looking forward to of the future. The anticipation. The anticipation, that's a good word. The anticipation for what was to come was incredible. And something unlike I'd ever had. I remember talking to my mother. I'm an only child. My wife, Meg from a big family and my mom had pointed out to me that like she's the one I think <laughs> you know and 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 it was the first time in my life that someone had cared for me in the in in the sense that I wanted to start to do better for myself so I could be better for them mm-hmm. uh, little did I know what the next 16 years would would bring and we'll get to that I don't know if we're going to get to all of it today Oh, God, no. No, we couldn't. Yeah. We'd be up all night. Mm. You know, we got to get to sleep. Our little ones are asleep now, and if there's one thing we've learned is when they're sleeping, we can be sleeping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or drinking. Yeah, or drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We are not a dry household. Fair warning to anybody out there. Um, oh, stop. But we just had a dry January. Let's yes, not we did. We house. did have a dry January. But as soon as the kids started talking in February, it got wet again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. We love our children. So yeah, um, met in college. We definitely were a very unlikely match, but we both saw something in each other that was, um, it drew each other to each other. Worth hanging around for. Yeah, you were like, yeah, you were great. Yeah. And so from there is where the journey started. So that first year was up and down. Uh, Drew graduated from college in May. He ended up getting a job near campus. So my senior year, he was still around. And we continued to date and things started to get pretty serious. We said the L word. We ran into our first couple serious situations. Um, 
that year. What do you year. mean our first couple serious situations? No, our first single serious situation. And you know what? I'll talk about it on here because I think it's important. Oh, but... you mean when I caught you lying to me? Yes. I And I have no problem admitting it. Mm-hmm. Are you over it yet? <laughs> <laughs> the, way, the way I just got looked at was like, I'm going to hear about it when we turn this off. <laughs> um, Remember when we were so newly dating and you lied to me yes. and I caught you? Yes. <laughs> I uh, I experienced a... I, I made some bad choices. A lot of bad choices in life. Although I'm a very firm believer that every choice you make gets to you to where you're at right now. Good or bad. So I don't regret anything I did. I will say I regret this one. Uh, only because I, I, I lied to, to Meg and uh, it hurt her. But I think that... The one thing I got out of that scenario was the lesson that came with that, which is I appreciated um, the power that I had in a relationship. And to make a poor decision, that really taught me that, that the decisions that I was going to make would affect more than just me. Mm-hmm. So, so wait, should we tell them what happened? We don't have to go into crazy detail. But basically, um, Drew lived about a block and a half from campus And so I was hanging out with him before class one day. And so I went to class and um, class was canceled. And so I was like, sweet, I'll go back up to Drew's house and we'll keep hanging out. And so Drew had promised me um, that he would be totally done smoking. He would not be smoking any substance that came from the ground or Mother Earth ever again. And he told me he had stopped smoking. And so when I came back, up to his house after class, I walked into his house and went up to his room and there he was smoking and playing video games. It was, it was in all fairness, I'm not justifying it, but it was a huge change in life to, to get involved with Meg. Mm-hmm. It was. What was done wasn't the good, a good choice, but... It was such a 180 from what I was used to that there were things that I was learning as I was going. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not saying what I did was... I don't even know, you know what you mean. What do you mean there's... What I mean by that was I was living a life of Drew. Mm-hmm. And at that point, it was the beginning of living the life of Drew and Meg. Mm-hmm. So all of the habits and the lifestyle of Drew were transitioning out. And I was transitioning into... The life of us. Isn't that right? what dating and courtship is really it all It totally about? is all about yeah. that. But with that comes some harsh realities. And um, that one mistake uh, taught a lot. And you know what? I'm thankful for it. Um, yeah, me too. Because there was nothing about it. And I think you knew at the point that it happened that there was nothing about it that was too hurt. Right. There was nothing right? malicious. It's not like... You weren't around, so, ooh, I can get away with it. It was like, okay, you weren't around, so I can do a little bit of this now, and then, you know, I'm doing it less and less or whatever. I'm smoking cigarettes less and less. I'm going to keep, you know, paring it back, so I want to do it when you're not around kind of thing. And it just, the timing worked against me, and I I didn't hold to my word. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I think that that... You know, if we're talking about marriage here and we're talking about love and we're talking about, you know, what shapes, excuse me, what shapes how we choose to handle situations even now, you know, 12 years into our marriage, I think things like that are almost a foreshadowing of 
much bigger things to come that are going to be crossroads where we're going to have to make decisions. Yeah. So I definitely uh, value mistakes because I feel like what I gained out of those mistakes to then bring to the table in our marriage far outweighed the mistake that was made. <laughs> yes, deep thoughts. Does that by make Drew sense? Yes. No, it does make yes. sense. You can see me this weekend live at. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Did I go too far, people? I'm sorry. We're only 20 minutes in. <laughs> Jeez. So, wait, where are we at? We met in college. I don't know. I was putting down. myself to sleep there. You lied to me. Yes, we got over no it. No bitterness. <laughs> and now we're, we're here now. Um,. So the, like that first year though, really set the tone for our relationship. He was the first guy that I could ever really be myself with. And the first guy that I could be open and, and direct with and not fear that he would think less of me or not want to hang out with me anymore. You know, it was the first time that I was in a relationship with someone where I was truly 100% myself. And for me, that was, that was major. Because the type of person I am is it takes a while for people, you know, for me to let people in. And I have a guard of being very cheerful and outgoing and social and just super friendly. But what's happening on the inside? I'm freaking out. <laughs> you know, as you say that, it makes me think like the first, the first thing that really stuck out to me when we were together and dating was that it was weird that I had met somebody other than my direct family, all two of them, that that saw value in me. Like I had seen value in me, but I had always I, I'd become a pro at okay, people can't make fun of me or can't put me down if I can put my down myself down the best. You know, I can make everyone laugh. So it was a complete curveball to have somebody find value in me that I had never gotten from anybody else. And that was a, a, a game changer for me. Hmm. I never knew you felt that way. Totally. Really? That's what drove the, the want to then better myself for somebody else. Right? No, I know. I just, like, I never knew that. Like, I never knew that you... I don't know. New discoveries here on the We Call It Love podcast. <laughs> but like to me, it's like a, that's like impossible because how can someone not think you're freaking amazing? Well, you say that now, but I mean, now I'm a freaking masterpiece. <laughs> See, a I specimen almost, of man. I almost, I almost cursed there. <laughs> Let's curse. be clear, people. We're going to try to keep this clean. I'm going to go off, off the story here and I'm going to get real, real, real to the point. I curse a lot, but I'm going to do my best. Darndest. I'm going to do my best to not let that shit fly here. Well, golly jeepers, Drew. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. I'm going to do my best not to let that stuff fly here. <laughs> this is a family-friendly podcast. Well, at least right now it is. Goodness Needless knows. to say... I think we need to fast forward because if we talk about every date, people are just going to be if they're not already if they're not already sleeping. <sighs> Needless to say, that was two thousand four, two thousand five, six. 
<laughs> we got married in 06. We got married in 06. And we spent a long, nice five years in quiet. <laughs> quiet bliss. Quiet bliss. Doing what we wanted without worrying about any other humans that we had to take care of. We call it, we call this time period PK, which stands for pre-kids. I like that. So like, oh, you know, when did that happen? Oh, that was PK. Yeah. That was 2008 PK. PK. Um, pre-kids. And yeah, we, we've moved throughout New England a couple times. Mm-hmm. And we've now landed here in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was that. I mean, as far as our relationship goes... I, I swear I have no idea, like, how we came together, though. To this day, it, it's literally, it literally is, like, a pure happenstance. Because I never would have thought you were attractive. I never would have thought you were someone to talk to. Like, the kind of guys I dated were, like, super clean cut, and they wore penny loafers to class, and they were also majoring... Nerds! <laughs> they were also majoring in science or business. And they, you know what I mean? Like... I don't even know if I would have looked your way. Well, I think this is an appropriate time to end the podcast. And I'm going to end it with one thing here that I think is really going to sum it up. Mm. I think some people may look at how we got together and say, oh, it was luck. It was coincidence. It was, you know. Whatever, whatever happenstance or whatever higher power you want to call it. But I think that we can both agree that looking back on it now, we can call it love. Yeah. Have a good night, folks. We'll talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.